0: Live, yeah. That's it. No energy. Yeah. Okay. That, that, you brought the energy. I was today. waiting
1: for some kind of callback. L-
0: live Were you for like somebody to clap. <laughs> know, <laughs> Let's go. Live <laughs> from <laughs> live from Vanguard's executive
1: opium den. Hey Aww. It's not. It's not a bad place to be. I bet it's
2: comfortable.
0: With a bunch of sweaty executives from. Bunch of Mortimer oh, box, if they, rent
2: the, if they, they rent it from WeWork.
1: <laughs> it's the I'm ESG industry's only weekly woke data podcast featuring BS man Matt Muscardi and special guest star Doug Cha, president of soundboard governance. Welcome, Doug.
0: Prez. He's back. He's back.
1: In today's earth scented grab bag called March 29th, 2023, an ESG headlines roundup and a deep dive into supposedly anti-woke companies?
0: Oh, supposedly, that just makes it seem not, like it's not Let's that. Say, well,
1: really this is what really I want to figure out later in the show.
2: we to poll yeah. most people and members of Congress where these companies are headquartered.
1: That was Doug Char, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Our show today is being sponsored by S-Gage, your ESG data solutions provider. Thank you, S-Gage. Yeah,
0: thank you. Thank you. Without you, all of this is possible with less money.
1: Here we go. Before we get to the the anti-woke discussion, I have a, I pull out some ESG headlines for both of you. I'm calling it. Really? (laughs) I'm calling it an ESG headlines softball quiz because these are easy questions, but I just want to hear what you chuckleheads have to say. Are you ready? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Let's do it. SBF. You, You know who that is by now, right? Yeah. Yeah. Played League of Legends so much, he was gaming during a pitch meeting. Here's the question. Here's the softball ESG question to both of you. Should should CEO percentage of gaming during a board meeting be added to the suite of commercially available ESG research data? Oh, wow. Um,
2: See how serious uh, we are around here, required Doug? Required disclosure right under percentage of board meetings attended. Yeah, I like it. Spent gaming.
0: I I, I do think that should be required disclosure and how many dogs you have and um, how much bacon you eat each week. I think those are all required. Adidas
1: backtracks on Black Lives Matter design opposition. So Adidas says it is withdrawing a request to the U.S. Trademark Office to reject a Black Lives Matter application for a trademark featuring three parallel stripes. Okay, so here's my question. So after reporting... A $540 million loss associated with its now defunct line of anti-Semitic sneakers is Adidas caving into the to the pro ESG, pro woke mob. What, I, I oh, wait,
2: wait, 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 wait let, let me get this is getting convoluted. So it is convoluted. So they're not they're not
1: fighting the tra- a trademark from the Black Lives Matter movement. They're not going to fight the trademark.
0: It's a makeup call.
2: So, 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 okay. So they Wait, were Doug's gonna thinking. sue Black Lives Matter for the three strikes. Yes,
0: exactly. And now mm-hmm.
2: they're like, no, forget it. We uh, we take that back. I,
1: I this might be their form of an apology for the for the Kanye yeah, anti Semitic. I, I don't speaker. know. I didn't
2: follow the Kanye stuff other than to tell my kids stop wearing those freaking shoes. Um, <laughs> well, if you're an
1: investor in Adidas, it does represent a five hundred and forty million dollar loss.
0: I, I look, everyone's inti- look, everyone's entitled to a makeup call. The refs in NFL games do it all the time. NHL. It was just... on
2: it was on tape. <laughs> yeah. It's the the ref got just fired, but for doing what everybody knows happens, but yeah.
1: How about this one? Doing. The United States pushes for business investment in Africa to counter China's reach. Vice President Kamala Harris is the latest American official to pledge more investment in the continent. So the question is was Jack Dorsey right? Oh. And should Elliott Management apologize? And finally, yes. is investing in Africa woke or anti woke?
2: What, what do we think here? How would the, <laughs> the
1: anti ESG movement see investment in Africa? This is a challenging one.
2: Yeah, yeah, it is. Because you can you uh, can subjugate
1: a whole continent, but they're but they're the wrong skin color. So how does this work? Oh no! No, no, how no. They the the they,
2: they should get high scores for ESG to support. <laughs> um people in africa and um you know third world countries but on the other hand um on the other hand what oh they could be supporting like strip mining and killing animals and you know uh uh, conflict minerals and 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 totalitarian dictators you know that stuff so
0: small price to pay Yeah, yeah
1: yeah isn't that where america's heading anyway
0: I, I'm gonna go with Jack dorsey um was right yes Elliot management should apologize, yes. but not for that. <laughs> they should they apologize, a apologize for. <laughs> for a lot of other stuff
2: apologize. For a
0: lot of other stuff. They need to like and Elon Musk now owns Twitter and part they're part to blame for that. That's just one of the myriad which, of things well, they should apologize. Wait, should Elliot
1: Management apologize to Jack Dorsey or to all of Africa?
0: Or both? <laughs> no, they, um, probably both. But yeah. there's probably some world in which they apologize well, to Senator both. Should, I'm not sure why personal all of
2: apology Africa. tour of the country of Africa.
0: <laughs> the country
2: you- of
1: yeah. <laughs> is does Elliott Management represent sort of the first weird anti woke corporation moment by suggesting that Jack Dorsey should not be looking for more business in Africa was like was that like the first anti woke flex?
0: Well then. Maybe, but then then they anti wokely oh. zombie directified themselves before yeah, the buyout, mess. right? Wasn't it mess. That's what you're saying. Yeah, they're a they're I don't a mess. Believe and a then damn it,
2: thing that comes out of those guys' mouths when it comes to yes, that's I mean it's so disingenuous, it's smart. ridiculous.
0: It's, I think that's the right call. And is investing Africa woke or anti woke? I would just say if you don't invest in Africa, you'll never have to answer the question. <laughs> oh, that's wow. what that's
1: the answer. All right. Uh, here's a here's a pickle of a question. Levi's Levi's says that AI models are not a substitute for action on diversity following backlash. So here's here's what happened. They they came under scrutiny this week after it announced a partnership with an AI company that was generating diverse models. Okay. Okay. So this okay. so I know this is going to be a hard one. This is a head scratcher. Is it anti woke to outsource diversity to AI? Oh, no. and to make it even more complicated, this IAI company's black owned. So, oh, it, no. is it a double woke <laughs> negative? You don't have to answer any of this. Can't you don't t- really so don't I have know. to. <laughs> I, I don't
2: know. Offsetting. You can throw this one away. Yeah. Um, yeah, <laughs> I don't know. This is starting to make my brain hurt. I, I, kind of, as it should, I, I stick to like simpleton things, just like, uh, the people I criticize. Uh, so, no, like, I,
0: yeah. I'm going to go with, I'm going to go with, we actually had someone on the show mm-hmm. back when an academic who talked about the metaverse and diversity in the metaverse and the, and how like Disturbing AI conversation. and the metaverse are like places, assessed pools of racism and, and systemic bias. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So that they are using AI to add diversity is neither woke, not, or anti-woke. I think that's. Fine, I guess. You no guess. one cares. Nobody cares. That it's a black-owned company should, ch- I think, trumps. I think there. I think it's <laughs> that gets them in the clear. That that there's a real black person there somewhere. I guess That's the
2: I, I would be terrified to see what the computer comes out with with kind of like a a you know a black female jeans model. Except or, that
1: it's black owned companies. Or so Asian or, they have a leg yeah. up maybe.
2: Yeah. I, I, yeah. Uh, AI is only no as good plans. as the, the, the people that program it. Right. Yeah. Um, for now. Well, did you hear that Elon Musk is one of the people who would like, you know, six month time out on development of new AI before, so we can have some time to figure out like rules of the road, guardrails, you know. Is that, is that CEO code? Sorry.
1: I was going to say, is that CEO code for give us six months to catch up?
2: <laughs> yeah, it could be. Stop it developing could be. so we they're, can they're catch basically up. Basically, like, you know, we're going to stop at GPT-4, which Microsoft just rolled out, and everyone's got six months to kind of just take a, a ceasefire and, and reflect.
0: Yeah, sure. Why does that guy get to call a timeout? <laughs> yeah. Like, wh- why can't I call a timeout? I wanted a timeout before AI came out. I want out. a timeout do on that. him.
2: You know, can't he just yeah. go away like Jack? Well, he God might be did. timing himself
1: out because uh, as we announced this week, uh, the market value of Twitter is already less than half than when he purchased down uh, he it down to 20 billion from 44 That's billion. That's his yeah. overestimate. Yeah. too. Yeah.
0: Like the, there are other estimates that put it more like 10 to 12 billion. Uh, so,
1: Erica Baidu said when GOP says woke, they really mean black. So my question Ooh. to you is that when the GOP says ESG, do they really mean women?
0: Ah. no (laughs) okay that's it i mean that's rolled in there yeah they mean they mean um anti-oil and gas and women and they hate unions that's what they mean let's branch off into a few ceo
1: moves here talk about some of our data because that's what we're here to do is sell our data board saver metrics Right. Yeah, that's
0: what Doug's here to do. Sell our data. <laughs> CEO,
1: <laughs> CEO. I have a few more here, and then I'll hand it off to you two gentlemen. CEO moves in the news. First of all, former CEO at UBS, Sergio Armadi, is coming back. Uh, he's he's taking over UBS again after they took over Credit Suisse. Yep. Okay, so boomerang. Yeah, a boomerang CEO. My question to the group here is: According to our data sergio armadi had very little influence as chair at swiss re is that how you say it swiss re swiss re swiss re yeah. so he ba- he basically fell in a category with five four of the directors of having about nine percent influence which is well behind the two leaders who had over 20 percent influence so my question is if he had had more influence at swiss swiss raw swiss re <laughs> yeah it's rough right. what if he stayed what if he stayed
0: Oh, I, I, that, that seems like a dumb question. Okay.
2: Part, <laughs> okay. part, I, I, don't, <laughs> I don't care. I don't know enough about that other than the, other than they, well, it, it anyone bringing back anybody is better than bringing back anyone from CSFB. That's clear. I mean, you know, former Credit Suisse uh, CEOs are kind of like former governors of the state of Illinois. You know, it's like somehow they all end Corrupt. up in jail thing? For, for bad things. Yeah. So, yeah.
1: Uh, how about this one? Macy's chair and CEO, Jeff Jeanette is stepping down. Uh, I found that Jeanette had 18% influence at Macy's, which is well below the U S average for a combined CEO chair it's combined CEO chair, a bad U uh, S companies is 40% influence. So since he had so little influence on the board of Macy's, does this make him less likely to boomerang back? Do you think
0: Oh, this one—that's a layup question. Layup. He's not, yeah, coming, he's back. not coming back. Not coming Who's back. Who's calling that he's guy? He's only
1: like fifty-eight years old, I think. Is it, but you think he's not coming back?
0: No, he's gonna—he's gonna retire into a job of private equity and uh, you know buy small startup you know fashion retailers yeah, or something no, 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 and he'll buy, uh, he'll drink my ties
2: and break it up.
1: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> And finally, in our little trip here down uh, Board Sabermetrics Lane with some CEO moves, the Lyft co-founders are stepping down. So this is CEO and co-founder Logan Green and president and co-founder John Zimmer. Combined, they control 78% of the influence at Lyft. So the press is saying they're stepping down, but really uh, Logan is transitioning to board chair John Zimmer is transitioning to board vice chair and uh, a current director with 2% influence is becoming the new CEO. So I ask you, what the hell does all this mean? Is this meaningful at all?
2: Half step to retirement kind of thing.
1: Or are the co-founder's still firmly in control here.
0: Aren't they dual class? I think they own 10X shares, which is why they they own so much influence, which means they just Sergey and larry Yeah, They didn't exactly. go anywhere. Yeah, exactly. yeah, it, It's it, all they did. Nothing
2: changes. They they basically, you know, purport to do a lot less work, but they still run the company because at the end of the day, no one's gonna do anything without their blessing, right?
0: Right. And that's the amazing part about Sergey and Larrying when you that's when a founder, uh, with controlling shares of some kind, then steps out of the CEO role and becomes like executive chair. Yeah. That is brilliant because no one asks you a question anymore. Like nobody goes to you for a quote. No one. You don't have to worry about like this, these stupid anti-woke yeah. questions or. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. You're, you're kind you of. You don't have to do any of that. that. I, I wrote a whole piece on what the heck does a, what it, what the heck is an executive chair in the first place. What does that mm-hmm.
1: mean? A higher paid chair. Uh,
2: yeah. Well, it, uh, a more overpaid chair because mm-hmm. they don't have to do as <laughs> right. much, but they still run the show kind of like, you know, Bob Iger was, or Bob Iger was that, even without being at the company. But yeah, that kind of thing.
1: Well, I know Matt, you're starting to the the first stages of looking into NEO data, named executive officer data. We're we're starting to try to understand how named executive officers operate uh, in conjunction with boards. We're we're trying to eventually get to the point where maybe we can, you know, ascertain the influence that these executives have. So I ask you, like, what does it mean? at a company like that, like what would be the influence of a CEO on a company like this, right? Like it has to be None. a- Right, right? It's a it <laughs> diminished point? power set. But uh, uh, but yeah, it's an interesting, yeah. the reason why I bring it up is because this is an area that ESG kind of routinely ignores, right? They they Like,
0: do, do we think Sundar Pichai is the CEO of Google? Like, is that the guy who gets called- like in, like he gets called in front of Congress, yeah. mm-hmm. but he's not the guy who everyone has to call to make a decision. Exactly. Right. Like, if it's a strategic decision for the company, they're calling Sergey and Larry. Yeah. Period.
2: Well, because they can fire him. Yeah. Um, like by
0: themselves, they yeah. just they're like, you're gone. Sorry. Yeah,
2: it's kind of like with Bezos, and Bezos kind of, not I'm not CEO anymore. Kind of like Bill Gates did that. But it's just right. like come on. But he's God, lingering. Man, he, they, he still runs the company. I mean, let's let's not pretend.
1: Yeah. And Bezos is one of our number one picks for a potential boomerang CEO cuz he's lingering and oh, Jesse yeah. has no real power. No, 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 real he is he is
2: clearly you know. I think he's done? Ripe. No, I mean it, the minute something goes yeah. wrong, he's back.
1: He's bob-igering.
2: He's 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 Howard Schultzing whatever you want to call it. Yeah. <laughs> uh Schultzing. One other thing I wanted
1: to bring up uh, is something else that ESG data always misses? At Macy's, the CFO Adrian Mitchell is also taking on an additional role as Chief Operating Officer. Oh, and you no. don't see a lot of combined CFO COOs, <laughs> but again, <laughs> something that the ESG, that corporate governance wonks never
2: really talk about, right? I mean, because they only like, give a shit about the, uh, the the CEO, right? Like, like pay. They only look at CEO pay. Some of the other NEO pays. Even though it's that's all outrageous.
1: there, all the annual pay is listed in the proxy, the same, same information.
2: Yeah. And some of them get crazy retention bonuses, but nobody cares. They only look at the CEO. But yeah, for the CFO to also take on the role of COO, that, that's, a, that's a massive job. Right? There.
1: Have you yeah. seen
2: that before? <laughs> that's
0: a
1: lot. And that's not even the headline in the story. To me, that's the thing that popped out the most at Macy's is like, that doesn't, that doesn't sound like a great idea.
0: My no. question is, what is the CEO going to do? Like you, you gave the entire What's company left? to the COO and CFO. So what does the CEO do? Call a bunch of investors and that's it. Well, the board it. Like, eventually
2: can say, Hey CEO, we don't need you. We've got that guy.
0: Exactly. We've got the other guy. He's doing actually all the stuff. Work. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: All right. Those are your ESG. And you headlines. have
2: no board yeah. influence anyway. So, uh, see, out. I like it, Doug. I yeah, like it. You know. uh, you're now uh, manning the clearance department. Sorry, <laughs> that would be a great demotion. <laughs> Go to Macy's basement. All
1: right, I'm going to close up the ESG headline bag for today, Wednesday, March 29th. So let's move on to Doug and Matt's big, fun anti-woke company list. So, this, oh,
0: Yeah This this
1: is stemming from there's a previous. A oh, yeah, let is. them clap.
0: Yeah, let them let them have their moment.
1: This is all all for right, all right, all right. right. So, yeah, no. last week, uh, uh you know what? I'm going to let you two chuckleheads introduce this concept. What are you all talking right. about here? What do you have, I'll, I'll what do you have for us? I'll go. Because
2: yeah. I've been, like, all charged up about this. Chop so, the bit. Go ahead. It, it kind of goes back to this SVB failed in part because they were too focused on this DE&I stuff. They took their ball. They took their eye off a ball of risk and all that stuff, and um, they didn't have a chief risk officer for a whole year. But they did have a head of ESG. They oh. did have a head of DEI, mm-hmm. and that tells you something. I'm already scared. It does. Um, the who was that guy? Andy Kessler in the Wall Street Journal says. I'm not saying that if 12 guys, twelve white guys ran the company, it would have not failed. But, but you got to ask yeah. yourself that and question. And as it turns out,
1: Doug, 12 white men did run SVB. That's the yeah, that's exactly. pretty much it was pretty grim the shot 12 there. 12 white
0: yeah. men ran
2: a bunch of banks in 20, uh, 2008. 2007, or 2008, too. That didn't work out quite so well. And then Congressman Mike Collins gets on the floor. You know, the. And they're, on co- they're on the floor of Congress and the C SPAN pans out and there's nobody <laughs> in the chamber. <laughs> so he's making a speech to himself and he we're, says, You know, idea. Norfolk Southern, all these train derailments. Maybe if they were not so, maybe they're more focused on safety than DEI, you know, this would not have happened.
0: Well, let me, let me, let me, let me, let me let's think of it this way. Let's pretend just for the sake of the show that I am a deeply conservative person worried about shopping and helping Larry Fink destroy capitalism by foisting DEI on failing companies like I'm not interested in that. And you tell me. How I can avoid this. All right. So I'm going to I'm going to wake up. You're going to shop like a real American should shop like an American. Yeah. I'm yeah. going to um, f- first thing I'm going to do online
1: is, um, at your couch while you're also looking at TikTok <laughs>
0: <laughs> while, while in my underwear. No, well, um, he's
2: on that, that other Twitter alternative for conservatives. Um, yeah.
0: I, I'm on, I'm on truth social
1: now, Yeah, yeah um, which nobody's ever said. Yeah.
0: So so I'm going to wake up and turn on my lights. I live I live near the Peabody Energy plant that's bringing me some power and I'm just I'm I'm stoked that my energy company isn't worried about that environmental nonsense and DEI and all that bullshit. Well, well first of all, why are you why Peabody Energy? Why are you pointing them out? Cuz I just Cause live that, near them.
2: That's, that's his energy company. It's my energy okay. company. Are they and known to be a
1: conservative company?
2: Well, they're they're heavy into you know extraction, fossil okay. fuels, Got all it. that, right?
1: I like that, yeah. yeah okay, Matt.
0: I, so I, I turn on my lights, mm-hmm. powered by Peabody Energy. I, I light up a cigarette, powered mm-hmm. by Marlboro True Group, yeah. Um, and I, I strap on my Smith and Wesson, right. And I get ready for my day. I thought you slept with that strap on. Okay, go ahead. I'm just saying. I'm not woke. There's nothing woke about the things that I'm doing, right?
1: Ironically, um, that it sounds like a good costume for a drag show, too, everything you just described. <laughs> <laughs> well, I am in my so, underwear. So, well, well, let's, let's
2: dig into this. You woke up, you turned on your lights from your uh, utility energy uh, provider, Peabody Energy, as they say in your part of the world. Um, I'm looking at the Peabody Energy... Environmental, Social, and Governance Report, twenty twenty report. What a report! We continue to strengthen our ESG programs, take steps to better support the ESG targets of this our is stakeholders. Bullshit. Stakeholders and balance the strategic development of coal assets with our portfolio uh, within our portfolio with our emerging renewables projects and our greenhouse gas emission reduction reduction Doug,
0: that is bullshit
2: even
1: worse it says here that peabody signed the ceo action for diversity and inclusion
2: pledge
0: they signed a pledge no this is just because larry fink is making those companies do it
1: like okay. so, 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 fine. So, you, so you think this is woke washing? so you think this is woke washing you don't think
0: this he's is real? I think, I
2: think, woke washing whatever okay i think fine. they're being
0: forced to okay
2: okay but 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 okay let's let's look at when you think conservatives who do you think? You think Coke Brothers, oh, right? Absolutely. Everybody thinks Coke Brothers. So, Coke Brothers, private company, right? Larry Fink has no influence on them. Zero. But I'm looking at their website. Here's here's what Coke is doing to battle injustice. Mm-hmm. Whoa. Systemic racism, yeah. systemic sexism no. against white is, people. That's You're the just... definition of systemic.
1: I will can't. say, even I, as a completely jaded, cynical person, I'm a little shocked at how far Coke takes it on their website.
2: <laughs> yeah, so, so here's Coke, yeah, this, who doesn't have to answer to Larry Fink.
1: They don't they, have to answer they, anyone, if, really.
2: If they're greenwashing, yeah. they don't have to go this far, right? They don't have to flex. They, just, they could just say, um, yeah, we commit not to discriminate against people when we're hired. That's all. That's all they need to say. Yeah, they like even the have a good
0: news. They even
1: have a picture with a black hand holding a white hand, and Charles Koch has signed the picture. He's put his autograph God. on the picture. <laughs> I mean, this that, is. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, this is a. This <laughs> is a that pretty, his hand was but, one of those his hands. But this is a pretty okay, overt okay. commitment to something. I, I'm just saying, like, I, this is uh, this surprises even me.
0: Like, here's the high level takeaway. So one of the things that I did for this is second vote. Is the name of an org that basically does wokeness ratings. How woke yes. is your company? And when I looked at the wokeness ratings, um, it's, it becomes pretty clear what woke is. Uh, there's a lot of problems defining what woke is, mm-hmm. but they yeah. did it for us. They gave us numbers. So I can look through the numbers and I can say, oh, well, these, these are the things that the woke companies have in common. Do you according want to know? To what second, w- according to Second Vote. According to the second vote, do you want okay. to know what yes. the woke have in common? Yeah, I'll give you some it. stats. Ready? Yeah. First of all, they're smaller companies uh, are are not woke, right? The big companies are woke. That right. We don't like yeah. big companies. They're woke because
2: because Larry Fink made them.
0: Yeah. Larry Fink made them all woke. Okay. The woke yeah. is sector is communication services, and. Actually, utilities is the second wokest well, sector we, according you know, to their data. Really, We've talked about yeah. this before.
1: Utilities also have a high number of women on the board, women in leadership. We, we don't really know why, but it's all it's been the case for a long time now.
0: This is true, and yeah. and and actually, the, the they did do a good job at second vote of identifying the wokest companies. Did on average have higher. MSCI ESG scores than mm-hmm. the not woke companies. Okay. So they, they, they nailed Lines that.
2: Mm-hmm. Okay. And
0: and they very clearly said that they don't like the E in ESG at all. All of the woke companies are better at E than the not woke companies. Yeah. And in particular they didn't like carbon that's in the E. Every, every Any company who's managing carbon in any way is woke. And the other ones are not for the most right. part on average. Okay? And they really really didn't like unions in fact woke companies were twice as likely to be unionized okay twice as twice the coverage of unions on average as the the not woke companies
2: except starbucks yeah
0: but boards hypermetrics tells us what they really like in their people is they really really don't like women in fact they women on the board 35 for woke companies was 34.5 percent of the board was women on Mm -hmm. average and not woke companies was 28.8%. And the power gap, like mm-hmm. women influence, was even larger. The not woke companies was minus 10% and the woke companies was minus 7%. So you, they basically are trying to marginalize women everywhere they absolutely can. Which means we can summarize what woke is now. So you don't, we don't even have to like look around, I don't have to pretend to be conservative and try to figure it out. Uh, the, the anti-woke, what they want, are smaller companies. <laughs> That ignore the environment. And who don't
1: disclose unions? and who don't disclose things. Disclose less, sure. Right, because if you disclose, you probably need not get penalized.
2: Okay, but 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 wait a second. Let me challenge that. Because second vote, so they're the highest possible not the highest possible of, of all the companies that they rate, there's one great American Outdoors group gets mm-hmm. the highest score. Yeah. On the,
1: on the least woke. Four won't out win. of
2: four point, Two six out of five on the conservative scale. Um, Great American Outdoors Group, uh, they own Bass Pro Shops um, and Cabela's, both of which are kind of like outdoor hunting uh, type shops. So, so this company, they recently hired someone to help reduce their carbon footprint. They've they 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 appointed a chief sustainability officer i think that sustainability would be a word that's like banned um or that just doesn't cross their lips if they're so you know if second vote holds them in such high esteem what are they doing giving a shit about uh sustainability well, maybe, and worse.
1: yeah maybe it hasn't caught up to the second votes robust methodologies yet maybe maybe when they get their <laughs> next data dump they'll catch this and they'll Lower the score, but,
2: but here, bass pro shops, they have a page dedicated to diversity and inclusion. But
0: they're only talking about diverse, okay, bass. Let, they let me, just want different species of fish. Let me wrap up or di- on this or
2: diversity of fishing poles. Yes, yeah. And let me
0: let me confuse you even more, and this will be the last point on this. Yeah, wrap I this up, at up, sec- Matt. When I le- looked at second vote they're they're not wokest company their anti-wokest company wasn't actually great american outdoors it was a patriot mobile mm-hmm. they got a 4.9 out of five in they're not wokeness in fact if you go to patriot mobile's website on the front page it says that all they do is about the basic american freedoms of it's they they call themselves christian conservative wireless provider It's a phone company (laughs) for Christian conservatives. Yeah. Because that's, it's
2: got to be that specific. I think they just
1: announced they have 2G too. So that's really, they got
2: a
0: 4.9.
2: When you look to buy, I mean, 5G uh,
0: causes COVID. So yeah, of course. (laughs) But when you look to buy a Patriot mobile plan and you want to know what your coverage is, they're. They actually are just using the T-Mobile network, which ranks Aww. a 1.4 on the WOC-O-Meter. They are incredibly woke at T-Mobile, and that is where it comes full circle. So
1: you're, so what we, I think what we all did is just speak about how confusing this really is. is, that, is, that, <laughs> this is really the. I don't think I learned thing. anything from either one of you. Are you experts. kidding me? Just how I confusing?
0: Just, just we defined that there is no such thing as woke, and there is a such a thing as woke. I don't know what's confusing about it's that. It's just a whole racket. <laughs> Everything. I think we that, just jumped I think we just
1: jumped a shark in our woke uh, that, anti, versus That was Doug Cha
0: and Damian Rawls. I'm Matt Muscardi. We are free float and soundboard governance. Thanks for stopping by, Doug. Come back right. tomorrow when we have a game show, I think of some kind. We're doing something. Yeah, t-
2: tomorrow's opening day at, at Yankee Stadium. But what? Already Ooh. in March?
0: Oh nobody cares. And but we'll be back here because we don't like the Yankees. Um, and you'll be back listening to this, too. Until then, goodbye.